we'd like to welcome you back to part two of our current event and weekly Bible study for September 9th, 2019. And the next part, and this is, I don't know if this is going to turn into a dedicated part, this teaching, but uh, again, some of the most bombshell information I have ever had to report on, very confirmatory regarding so much of the Big Brother things I've reported on, not only in recent history, but since the ministry actually started. And this first part is entitled The Incredibly Dangerous Trump Deception, Epstein Bargate, The Pedogate Scandal Behind the Deep State Conspiracy. This just came out on September 5th by State of the Nation. Uh, an intelligence analyst and former U.S. military officer said A.G. Barr, Attorney General Barr, that Trump appointed, will absolutely not drain the swamp. He was deliberately appointed by POTUS to protect the deep state. POTUS meaning President of the United States, Trump. And he's doing a heck of a good job, as we've been saying. It's entirely true the efforts that are reflexively undertaken to cover up the greatest crimes perpetuated by the U.S. federal government are as complex and convoluted as they are incomprehensible. These are the same ones coming for the guns. The most wicked, evil, pedivoric, Luciferian Satanists. I'm not saying every single person that would be kicking your door down would be like that. But I'm saying the people that are giving the orders from above certainly are. Trump included. If the American people knew what really went on regarding notorious pedivore Jeffrey Epstein, okay, now, again, not only was he a serial child molester and torture and mind control slaves and the whole stuff we, we talked to you about last week, but they would ultimately, because they're Luciferians, they would ultimately um, sacrifice, you know, the, the children that they had uh, when they exhausted their usefulness and, you know, in satanic ceremonies and then drink their blood and torture them to get the maximum amount of adrenal adrenochrome production because they get a high when they drink that adrenalized blood. And they slit their throat at the optimum moment when they're the most terrorized and drink that blood. That's part, that's a big part of their religion. So that's what a pedivore is, okay? They consume they're a carnivore, but they, they eat children. That's their, their preferred source of, of fuel, evidently. Uh, Hillary Clinton, you know, the whole nine yards. They're, they're a, pretty much if you're at that level, that's what you are. You, you almost have to be that in order to be in that club. It's requirement. Um, if the American... Uh, let me just see here. I don't want to get too far. Okay, if the American people knew what really went on regarding notorious pedivore Jeffrey Epstein and his clandestine relationship with Attorney General William Barr, they would retch with utter disgust and revulsion. Eh, I, I, don't, I don't know if all Americans, hopefully a lot, but you know. First of all, A.G. Barr has been fully apprised of the fact that Epstein was secreted away in the wee hours of Saturday morning, August 10th, the day he allegedly committed suicide. Hence, William Barr's feigned reaction to the absurd suiciding account of Epstein was both disingenuous and juvenile. Now, I'm going to stop a lot in this report because this state of the nation backs up what they're saying like no other alternative news outlet I've ever seen. Usually, like, they'll say one paragraph and then they'll have a whole report you can click on in order to verify the last paragraph. That's how much they cross the t's and dot the i's okay so the to prove the last paragraph that i just said 
they have a report bombshell prison eyewitness says epstein was released alive in a wheelchair at 4 15 a.m on the day of the alleged suicide he saw him being wheeled out evidently okay that's a whole other report i'm not going to go into these any of these ancillary reports that are confirming this information because if we did we'd be here all night just doing that going further Barr himself knew that epstein could never be allowed into a courtroom as the ultra classified multi multi-decade black pedo predator operation would be exposed and it would implicate all the people like william barr like not only epstein but trump and all the higher ups and all the people in government so they can't let him go into a courtroom so they fake his suicide and they secret him away and he was he was seen leaving in a wheelchair at 4 15 a.m uh by a prison eyewitness and again the body that they that they wheeled out when they when the one picture that was released of epstein going into the hospital or at a hospital that a reporter took that's not epstein totally different ear totally different nose totally different facial structure okay and we've covered all this in recent teachings uh after all it was ag Barr's father who first hired jeffrey epstein to teach in his upscale private manhattan high school oh good that's where where a pedivore needs to be a high school teacher that jump-started jeffrey's career as a voracious child predator and pedivore so attorney general Barr, his dad was the one that first hired epstein to teach in his private upscale high school okay no i'm sure there's no collusion or anything like that another report why did william barr's father really hire jeffrey epstein to teach calculus at an exclusive new york city high school where donald barr which was um attorney general barr's dad was the headmaster to the nation's elite students and yet jeffrey epstein teaching calculus there what could go wrong i mean you know there are a few crucial points each of them reflecting very badly on president trump does anyone notice that trump is no longer repeating his campaign slogan from 2016 which is drain the swamp that's because he never had any intentions to drain the swamp not only that but trump has appointed more ugly swamp creatures than any other potus in history one of the most conspicuous of these is the swamp creature william barr um after months and months of dealing with utterly reprehensible the utterly reprehensible jeff sessions trump then appointed Barr, who is a bush crime family insider and an ag fixer the attorney general fixer um and I'm, if there's so many things they're posting in here it, it makes this appear uh disjointed another report reads cia covert operation william barr nominated by trump for attorney general his role in the iranian contra affair so if you want to know more about that there's a link there now why on earth would trump ever make such a bad personnel move isn't the attorney general the single most important appointment for any administration some political analysts even argue it's the most powerful position in u.s government in point of fact barr was specifically hired by trump to do the one thing and only one thing not to drain the swamp and to protect the deep state this was a bar was going way way back was a bush crime family insider and worked for them okay and i believe in their administrations as far 
as far for the backstory of how these two amigos got together, meaning Attorney General Barr and Trump, the following expose lays it all bare. And the expose is entitled Bush Funeral Envelope Affair Solved. Remember what I said about the Bush funeral and the envelopes they got and the transfer of power? Now more to the Illuminati that is of more the Rothschild and the Synagogue of Satan factions because they're warring factions here and everybody's vying for power. Well, that's, that's when it happened at the bush funeral the single greatest scandal of the trump administration is the epstein bar gate trump himself is deeply implicated in this criminal conspiracy to cover up the heinous crimes of sexual child sexual child abuse child exploitation child trafficking child slavery satanic ritual child sacrifice as well as child organ tissue and blood and adrenochrome harvesting yeah he's involved in all this up to his eyeballs and he loves it the evidence is indisputable that Trump had a much closer relationship with Epstein than the president acknowledges, or that the or that the mainstream media that supposedly hates Trump is acknowledging. And if they really hated him, it'd be so easy for them to come out with the information I've put forth on this, and they could probably dig a whole lot deeper than I could and take Trump down. But it's funny, they don't do that any. Imagine that. Here's a, here's a whole separate report. The flight logs prove that Trump flew on Epstein's Lolita Express. Just like I said, Trump was on that plane, just like Bill Clinton and a lot of other slime bag dudes, okay? And I'm sure women as well. But that's not the worst of it. There is a glut of circumstantial evidence that demonstrates that Trump had an agreement with Epstein that permitted Epstein to recruit underage girls straight from Mar-Lago. Because they were next door neighbors, essentially. They were buddies. They were, remember, didn't he say that Trump was my wingman or Trump said that, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you see that video footage from like 1992 with those Buffalo cheerleaders at Mar-a-Lago and Jeffrey Epstein shows up, you can, you can hear a little bit of what Trump's saying and Jeffrey's there and they're, they're ogling these women and Trump's just, you know, he's such a, he's such a slime bag. I mean, if you want to see the definition of just an evil, perverted devil slime bag, go watch that video. Mainstream news shows right there a party happening in his house. So they were good buddies, okay? They raped girls together. They raped underage girls, and only God knows what else they did together. But that's not the worst of it. There is a glut of circumstantial evidence that demonstrates that Trump had an agreement with Epstein that permitted Epstein to recruit underage girls from Mar-a-Lago. Virginia Guffrey, Epstein's most vocal and legally aggressive accuser, was snagged by Jeffrey Epstein's handler and the one that procured the women. She was snagged by Ghislaine Maxwell, his primary recruiter. And where was she snagged at? Mar-a-Lago, Trump's residence. Okay, and that's one of the main, main ones that has been most vocal and legally aggressive against Epstein. Guess where she was recruited from? Good old Trump boy, his uh, Marlago estate. Yep. Her father was also employed by Trump. Now, here's the long version of the salacious tale, and the, the long version is this link. Trump Epstein backstory is getting worse by the day. Again, I can't even get into it all. But there's a link for it if you want to see that. Trump even appointed Alex Acosta as his labor secretary, knowing that he was the most corrupt U.S. attorney who, who legally, who, who, who knew he was a corrupt U.S. attorney, who legally offered Epstein the sweetest plea deal of the millennium for like, you know, 
I don't know, molesting like 40 girls. Got like, you know, work release during the day. And he went back to rape more people at, at his mansion for like, I don't know, 12 months or something. I mean, it was such an unbelievable joke. But, you know, one hand washes the other. One satanic hand washes the other. That illicit deal permitted Epstein to continue his crime wave against countless young girls like they were sheep being herded for the slaughter. And here's another report that relates to that. Acostigate Trump's most damaging and radioactive scandal. Why would Trump ever make such a predictably disastrous political move by appointing Acosta in the first place? Because Trump is in on the plot. And he has been from the very beginning. That's why. Also more significantly because Trump has played an integral role in the Epstein conspiracy throughout the whole Palm Beach career. And that's exactly why Trump's inner circle partied with Jeffrey Epstein two months after his prison release. And here's a link to that report. They're all good buddies. After his prison release. This is, this is long after he was supposedly kicked out of Mar-a-Lago. And the, and, and, the, and the people that are on the Trump train still point to that and say, see, he kicked him out in 05, in 2005. So he got wind of all the wicked stuff Jeffrey Epstein was doing. He, he said for decades, he said in the 90s, that Jeff was a great guy, I've known him for 20 years. All this, and you're telling me he didn't know anything Jeff, Jeffrey Epstein was doing in that whole time when he was his wingman. Please. They were raping, stealing, killing, and pillaging together okay i say that kind of in a way figuratively but you know raping the little girls probably little boys i mean trump's had six different lawsuits on him about that 30 million dollars paid out wayne Matson reported on it he's the only one that has that's why he's had so many bankruptcies these are the biggest scum walking the planet is the whole point that we're trying to make here so, not only are Epstein and Barr joined at the hip via the Attorney General's father, everything points to Barr giving the green light to secret away Epstein forever to a safe harbor such as Tel Aviv in Israel. Barr's post-suicidal performances are way too transparently amateur to take seriously from an Attorney General. Quite obviously, the entire affair was engineered at the highest levels of justice and law enforcement, which ensured Epstein would escape from his fate safely and quickly, which he did. It can now be asserted that the alleged suiciding of Epstein will see no substantive investigation. Nor has Trump characteristically weighed in on the matter. He's been unusually quiet, in fact, and purposely distracted by the manufactured distractions such as the Frankenstorm Dorian. Here's a link to that. Operation Superstorm Dorian, a geoengineered hurricane weaponized uh, and targeting Florida. Why? Well, it didn't hit Florida, but they're, they go into the whole scenario there. Anyway... Uh, there's a major story to the Epstein saga that's only been reported by a couple of channels. Why even the alternative media refuses to disseminate these and other radioactive narratives speaks directly to the extent that it now functions as a controlled opposition for a POTUS candidate who is a major player in the Pedogate cover-up. So in other words, who knows how many people that are actually in alternative media, they're actually saying they're, you know the good guys like alex jones and them why doesn't he report on all this pedo gates oh he does on epstein but he won't do anything that implicates him or ties him to trump and that's so easy to do he was obviously tied at the hip to this guy but no 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 you know jones won't go there he won't do anything that could possibly implicate the rothschilds of the synagogue of satan and his links to all them and all that other stuff that we've documented over and over and over again he'll only go so far which is very, very common for people in the alternative media. 
What makes the Epstein bar gate so serious is that it directly implicates Donald Trump in the global pedogate control system. It also indicates that the POTUS is likely being manipulated by pedogate control mechanism and that he's an essential link to the massive ongoing cover-up. Or else why would Trump ever have appointed Barr? The U.S. Attorney General is the main gatekeeper responsible for the expeditious investigation and prosecution of all major crime sprees, crime syndicates, crime families, and criminal conspiracies that fall within the DOJ's federal jurisdic jurisdiction. Uh, key point, it must be pointed out that so many real pa patriots on the right defend Trump no matter what he does or doesn't do out of unconscionable neglect. These same folks particularly rail against all the things having to do with Pedogate, and yet they give Trump a pass after pass in spite of the, his self-evident involvement. This overwhelming PSYOP obviously runs very wide and deep as only the deep state can carry it out. The bottom line here is that Trump became or, are, or already was the very swamp creature he promised to eradicate from the fetid D.C. swamp. Not only that, President Trump is now permitting his own daughter and son-in-law to mobilize big tech and social media against the patriot movement concerning the right to bear arms. This betrayal is as big as it gets. When Trump colludes with Facebook, Apple, and Google to spy on and monitor law-abiding Americans in order to identify patriots who will then have their guns summarily taken away, you know he has gone dark. Indeed, very dark. And here's another report. Trump to partner with big tech to use spy data from Amazon, Google, uh, and Apple to monitor gun owners. We've already reported on that, but there's another one. So, continuing, while the most consequential Trump deception appears to be his patently false promise to drain the swamp, there's a much bigger con job going on in the background. As for Trump's secret deal with Attorney General Barr, it is now apparent that they both agreed that even James Comey would not be prosecuted. After so much time calling for justice, uh, phony Comey and the whole nine yards, Trump is now saying that he got lucky to avoid prosecution by Barr's DOJ. Oh, really? Comey flouts the laws like they're to be broken at will, and there's no punishment whatsoever, according to A.G. Barr? And Trump is all of a sudden perfectly okay with that? This highly suspicious behavior is perfectly consistent with Trump's governing M.O. as the greatest flip-flopper of all time. He is a pathological liar. Perfect, perfect, perfect to be our president. He'll say one thing in the morning and then reverse his position or decision by the close of the business day. I mean, didn't he say he was going to be the greatest defender all time of the Second Amendment? And he would never fail us. He would never lie to us and do all. And that's all he does. That's all he does. So, you know, he is, he is the liar in chief. All of this flip-flopping is quite calculated and being conducted toward the advancement of a specific objective. What is the goal? And just how dangerous is this Trump deception? How deep really is Trump into the nefarious plot to literally enslave all of humanity? For those who refuse to believe in the existence of such a rapidly unfolding endgame conspiracy, please read every word of the following expose. First, be sure to watch the entire video in order to grasp the true profundity and treachery associated with this incredibly dangerous Trump deception. Now, I'm going to play these, but I give you the links here as well. Video, classified docs reveal deadly Project Zephyr and Project Pogo. It doesn't get more serious than these two black ops. The conclusion of this report, as long as William, and again, I'm saying all this because, and I got another report I'm going to go over, and then we're going to play the video because it's almost like a prelude to that audio that we're gonna listen to. As long as William Barr is the AG, the swamp will not be drained even a little bit. 
Prosecutions will be reserved for insiders leaking the truth, outside whistleblowers who expose government scandals, and honest people who reveal corruption and or criminal activity. Oh, people like me, in other words, and others that are going against the wickedness. Any formal investigations initiated by Barr will be for all the wrong reasons. They will precipitate no meaningful prosecutions of the swamp criminals, nor will they ever conclude. Do any investigations inside the Beltway ever produce convictions or incarcerations of any real corruptocrats or career criminals? They're expert at starting investigations that are never ever completed. Most of these fake investigations have contrived outcomes which support the vested interests of the power elite. Nothing ever happens in Washington that opposes the desires and goals of the wealthy elites toward that end ag bar is quite deliberately planted the um, quite deliberately planted inside man for the political establishment and the international banksters special note in light of the heavy import of this post how do so many on the right not see the obvious good christian mothers and conservative fathers throughout the deep south and the midwest who justifiably rail against the horrors of the epstein abuse of underage girls fail to connect the flashing dots to trump even with tons of evidence proving the irrefutable close relationship between Epstein, Dershowitz, Trump, and Barr, those hard-working folks who are moral, upright, and concerned are still immersed in the Trump cult of consciousness. Talk about voting against your most basic instincts. Next report. And this is going to segue into the audio. Project Pogo and Project Zephyr. It doesn't get more serious than these two black ops. And an intelligence analyst and former U.S. military officer said the ultra-secret Zionist scheme for world takeover revealed by a deep insider who already exposed Trump's aborted war plan against um, Iran. Well, the, the war plan's not aborted. He predicted it, okay? Every patriot needs to know about Project Pogo and Project Zephyr. Let's be very clear. The Zionist cabal and their covert plans for total world domination have been laid bare like never before. People everywhere are not, well, I wouldn't go that far, but... A lot of people are now aware of the true purposes of the apartheid state of Israel. The internet has been used, and again, I'm not going to throw all the baby out of the bathwater and condemn all of Israel. I've went over this a million times. Bear in mind, though, that some people are like, anything having to do with Israel, they're all wicked, they're all evil, and they throw the baby out with the bathwater. Okay, you're never going to see that from me. Um, anyway, uh, let's go forward here. The internet has been used by truth seekers to completely unveil the malevolent strategies to collapse the American Republic and form a one world government headquartered in Jerusalem, uh, which is biblical, you know, because that's where the abomination of desolation is going to be committed in the rebuilt third temple. Okay, so it has to happen. That doesn't mean I'm going to give money for it to happen, <laughs> you know, like a lot of people in the Christian Zionism movement do. The specific timeline for establishing a Zionist dictatorship has been clearly delineated for well over a century. World War I, the Great Depression, World War II were engineered by the Zionists in an effort to advance the New World Order agenda. Now, I'm not going to just blame it totally on just the Zionists because you can't tell me that the Vatican didn't play a role in that. And then there's other factions of different areas. You've got Freemasons, you've got, you know, a lot of different other factions. But remember, these are factions that are competing. So I'm not going to just blame it on anyone. The bottom line is at the end of the day, Satan and his fallen angels and his demons and devils are the ones that animate and operate through these people in world government and give them their marching orders. So that's what you have to kind of bear in mind. 
Uh, likewise, the false flag, 9-11 attacks, war and terror, and the Greater Israel Project are integral pieces of the fastidiously formulated blueprint for wars of naked aggression and state-sponsored terrorism. Now along comes one David Goldberg. Goldberg has already, has already imminently distinguished himself as outing a clandestine Trump administration war plan against Ir Iran. There's no question that he possessed highly classified insider information, which he widely disseminated to avert the invasion. Again, but... I don't think the invasion is going to be averted, but he gave us a heads up. And yes, it was before a lot of the stuff happened. Here's a link that says insider says Israel poised to stage false flag attack against U.S. targets to start war with Iran. Truly, it doesn't get any more serious than the Project Pogo and Project Zephyr. We're going to hear more about that in a second. Once again, David Goldberg is exposing the crucial piece of global Zionist scheme toward world conquest. Only this time he discloses the nuts and bolts of a worldwide black operation that will effectively take out every major truth speaker and writer who threatens their treasonous empire and enterprise. So that would be somebody like me and other people that were are putting out truth. We fully believe that the David Goldberg identity is being used to expose very real plans to subjugate nations, large and small, in the interest of forming an overarching Zionist totalitarian superstate. In reality, it makes no difference if David Goldberg is dead or alive, real or unreal. For the true messenger has divulged the most radioactive truth there is today for the patriot movement to comprehend. Simply put, the ultra-classified data dump posted below is as important as any posted by this alternative media platform. Uh, because he's supposedly dead. He was supposedly um, assassinated. Again, if there is a Zionist themselves who are stealthily putting this information out which is extremely critical info in order to tag whoever picks it up and runs with it so they can eventually be incarcerated or exterminated being privy to their odious scheme is much better than not knowing at all so there's theories about this guy okay who sounds like way too cliche jewish in his in his um recordings uh, i admit that the bottom line is what he said so far, a lot of it's come to pass. And the, what they're saying is whether he is dead or alive, real or unreal. Understand, and I've said this a hundred times, it is a Kabbalistic principle, Kabbalism, okay? The highest form of Jewish witchcraft, most, some of the most powerful witchcraft on the world. It is a Kabbalistic, Luciferian principle that you have to inform the people you're going to destroy, in this case, or try to destroy in this case, you have to inform them ahead of time of what your plans are against them so that the game is square from a Luciferian standpoint. That's a Kabbalistic principle. So one way or another, this information's got to get out. Whether this guy's real or not, you know, whether he's dead or alive, whether he's put there to basically say, okay, well, you've been informed. You know, we're telling you the truth. This is what's going to happen. Or whether he was actually really, you know, legit. It's a Kabbalistic principle that this has to be done. Um, please, everyone, help us disseminate this pivotal post far and wide. Ever since Trump played his Trump cards and totally exposed his hand, State of the Nation undertook a series of exposés on a secret agenda. The five links below that follow below contain some of the most authoritative information on the internet today about Trump's carefully hidden backstory. 
The content of each of them is remarkably consistent with Dave with the David Goldberg article posted below them. So in other words, we've got a lot of cross confirmation of what this guy is saying is true. Regardless of who he is, dead or alive. The key phrase here is false opposition. Donald J. Trump was installed by installed by Israel in 2016 as both false and perfectly controlled opposition, which is what they're always trying to do. The Hegelian dialectic. Problem, reaction, solution. Here, here are the links that they have about Trump um, that you can click on and, and read. Trump, Truth about Trump will bring down the whole system. Another one, a very special message to the patriot movement. Donald Trump is not who he thought who we thought he was. That's a really good one. I've read that. Uh, another one, Trump, the most dangerous economic hitman and financial terrorist of all time. Another one, MAGAgate, the hidden agenda behind Donald Trump. Another one, Team Trump meets Bush dynasty halfway, halfway to end the epic feud. And that's what happened at the funeral when the, when the envelopes were exchanged. Okay, so all of this is confirming everything that I've been reporting since, particularly since February when Trump really went over to the dark side overtly. I mean, the, the mask came off. You know, I'm not saying he wasn't bad before that. I'm saying the masks really came off after the Bush funeral. Okay, so we're almost to the actual audio. The The next report is essentially that, but there's a little bit of description here. Trump whistleblower classified docs revealed deadly Project Zephyr and Pogo. In David Goldberg's final video before his death, he reveals two classified projects underway, Project Pogo and Project Zephyr, to stifle American free speech and the chilling plans scheduled for 2020 and 2021 next year and the year after that that will result in the extermination of tens of millions of Americans. Like I said, they are accomplishing far more under Trump than they could have ever done under Hillary as far as a opposition. As far as just, you know, it would be like us fighting and scratching our way before they took us to the guillotine, as opposed to us willingly walking to the guillotine. That's what they're accomplishing under Trump, for the most part. Because the the the, the, the Trumpites, you know, they're under this, this spell. And I'm sure there's a lot of witchcraft involved with that as well. On June 8th, David Goldberg suddenly died in his Brooklyn apartment. No cause of death was given and a cover-up began. Now again, that's, the, that's what they say. I, I can't I wasn't there. I don't know for sure. David's friends came together to save his YouTube channel and were able to access his floor safe and recover audio files, classified documents, and other personal items. I, I heard this was part of his dead man switch that was activated when he got killed. Okay. Friends of David Goldberg will continue to compile his information and will release it after we receive legal permission to do so. At this time, the release of the classified documents may constitute a crime, so we are looking at all the avenues to release them. We feel David's audio should be released in the spirit of truth and free press. David Goldberg found dead in his New York apartment after predicting Iran. Okay, there's a link there. Now, I'm going to go ahead and play this. Now, remember, the last two reports I, I have read you are all to get us to this point where we have the proper context to actually listen to this 26-minute video. Audio files recovered from David's safe after his death. Contains information yielded from classified documents he was given. We believe that he was murdered due to this information. Please review his previous content videos for more context. The audio files were recorded in early June of 2019, a few days before his death. 
His final words. Hello, everyone. This is David Kohlberg again. This is probably going to be one of my most important videos that I've done yet. We're going to discuss a couple of things, uh, new things that have come up. I have received uh, classified documents from my White House insider, and we also have some memos that I've referenced in the past, and I'm going to walk through everything that I've been deciphering and learning from these videos, excuse me, from the documents that I've received. So we'll get into this, the crux of it. I want to just introduce you right, right away. What is it all about? This is it. This is what the documents reveal. There are too many people waking up. There are too many Americans, more and more of them, that are suspicious of Israel. More and more Americans aware of Zionism. This has been around for decades and decades. You go back to the... And again, that is true, what he's saying. 50s, 60s, there's a, a lot of literature about Zionism, about Judaism. It's not unusual, but the difference is today, more and more people are waking up to it. It's been a real tipping point where you have, you always had maybe about half a percent of the population that was aware of Zionism, uh, that did not like Jews and whatnot, but they were never part of the mainstream. They were always dismissed as conspiracy theorists. They had no influence. So they were not really a threat. But that has changed. And you know that has changed. Anyone paying attention knows that has changed. We have seen a big change in uh, comment sections on YouTube, many people making references to Zionism. It has become a part of the nomenclature through the influence of 8chan, 4chan, many, many websites, and ultimately many, many YouTube channels that have been speaking the truth very aggressively uh, for many years, but it has really gotten attention lately. It is somewhat of a uh, cumulative effect, a snowball effect, where more and more people start to wake up to the truth and the facts, and it just expands, and people become more accepting of it, and they start to say, okay, it's okay for me to look at the information. I'm not an anti-Semite for looking at it. Uh, and it, it really starts to click for people. So this has been a big change in the recent past few years. What happened is that Israel, its agents, its propagandists, have been playing very, very, very close attention to this over the past few years. They know this is happening. They are very concerned about it. We are talking about 0.5% of Americans who have some idea of Zionism and they're against it and they understand it. That number, according to these documents, is now about, I saw two numbers. They said 15%, and another one said 7%, but that is a very large number of Americans that or have woken up to what's going on with Israel and 
and Zionism and the Israeli lobby and the influence, they're unafraid to hate Israel. That number is very high, and it is them very concerned. This is much of what the classified documents talk about, but we'll get into that more. I wanted to set it up for you so you actually understand what this is really about. What I was given from the White House Insider. The main part that you really need to know, though, is they have a plan for all of this. So I'm going to talk about that now. There is discussion within these documents uh, years ago to ban the YouTube channels, to shut it down, all of that. But they changed course. They made a decision to do something completely different. And they decided instead of censoring everything to fund and promote gatekeeper channels, shill channels, to simply gather and collect all the open-minded people who are looking at the issue. And they did shut down some of the legitimate channels, and that has actually happened. If you're following some of that, you are aware that there have been channels that have been shut down almost completely eliminated. Some of those channels were not a part of the original gatekeeper channels. They have no connection. They are truth-telling channels. Some of those they've eliminated that they felt were a threat or that might be calling out the gatekeeper channels. So, Notice it appears all of this is occurring on YouTube where they have total control of the narrative. And I really believe it's a big reason why I have always had a check, one of those spiritual terms, check in my spirit about ever really delving into YouTube and, and using it as my primary platform because I realized YouTube is wicked, it's evil a long time ago as far as the people that control it. And now you look at all the censorship and all the stuff they're doing now, and this is only confirmed. It's so yoked up with Google to boot. Um, this is only confirming the fact that you know the the, the channels that make their living off YouTube, uh, <clears throat> they're being monitored very closely, and a lot of them are gatekeepers, and they can come after you. They can demonetize you, and this type of stuff. And I'm 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 very grateful i didn't go that route and we've always been separate from that because i never wanted to be controlled by the big brother world of youtube i'm just looking through some of the documents here and seeing what i want to talk about next one really interesting aspect of all this is that the gatekeeper channels and the shill channels, typically these would be disinfo channels. Uh, disinfo channels like Alex Jones, for example, has been a long time disinfo Zionist channel. Right. Very, very active in dis deflecting people away from Zionism. Right. Alex Jones talks about everything, but he never talks about Israel. So that is an active disinfo channel. That's, been That's exactly what I just said and a lot of other people say about alex jones um he's confirming it again forever what they created with these new geeky channels is very truthful channels they're very honest they don't 
put out a lot of disinfo, they are actually legitimate. And that is done to to give them credibility among these people who are awake, who are waking up. It was very specifically done, the documents, to talk about that. Now, I'm going to talk about what is the purpose of the whole operation. And the purpose of this is to, to put out truthful channels to attract people to them. They call it tag, track, and ID. It is a term used throughout the documents, TTID. It's something you want to remember. This is very uh, common throughout these documents. They're referred to it all the time. So what does that tell you? They want to tag, they want to track you, and they want to identify who you are. If you are watching these channels, if you are informed, if you are awake on these issues, they want to tag you, they want to track you, and they want to know exactly who you are. They want to know, and uh, it talks about the uh, tracking people's IP addresses through YouTube. They have access to YouTube. They do know who you are. So this is discussed a lot in the documents. I'm just looking through it right now. And there are two projects, and it's very important to, to li listen to this. Project Pogo is one of them, and Project Zypher. I will spell that one. Z-Y-P-H-R. Project Pogo and Project Zypher are the two projects that, that the classified documents are referring to, and each has a different role. Project Pogo is about the YouTube gatekeepers, how they are all agents. They are all paid to put out truthful information so that they can tag, track, and ID the people that are watching the videos and giving them likes and giving them comments. They're tracking all of it. Project. The only way you can give a like and post a comment is if you're logged in to YouTube while you're watching it. Okay? So that's something else to consider. And you know, and I know it's a moot point at this point, but you know, having some type of um uh, some type of virtual privacy network is also a way to you know, I'm not saying that they that they wouldn't have potentially workarounds for this stuff, but I'm just saying in the overall scheme of trying to make yourself the, the smallest target possible, those are things to consider. Zypher is a different project, and that's what I'll talk about in a bit. That is the second stage here. That is coming up. And that is the extermination. They're going to exterminate these people, whether it is tag them for anti-Semitic speech, charge them with crimes, eliminate them completely, and this is where I'll talk about in the documents where they talk about guillotines, viral attacks, targeted, how they're going to eliminate these people without too much suspicion, without too many people noticing. But here's the problem. As I read the document... And this is why I'm getting this out now, because this totally fits and is in line with everything we've been reporting on the subject as of late. And um, who knows how long this will be available, this information. Uh, 
Maybe it'll be available up until the time it happens. I don't know, but I also know that the more public awareness, the more Christians know about it and are praying about it and are potentially fasting about it, the better. Because I have documents from four years ago, I have documents from two years ago, and then I have documents from three months ago. So there's a progression in the timeline as the projects change. And Project Zypher has changed. In the beginning, they have been talking. They were talking a lot about, okay, we are going to infect these people with a virus that uh, imitates the flu virus. They're going to eliminate them in various ways that would not be suspicious. In the, in the documents I have now from three months ago, they are saying the amount of people they have to eliminate is too large. It is too many. We are talking about millions of Americans. Praise God. And this is where we see their plans are changing. And they are going to initiate something that is devastating and that is extremely frightening. And based on what I can see in the documents, we're talking about power outages along with a purge. They're going to come in, they're going to take you out of your home, and they're going to put you into a uh, military vehicle or whatever, a van, and drive you away and place you into a camp. It is a very, very big operation that they're planning. It is millions of Americans. They will do it under the cover of night, under the cover of blackness, during one of these planned blackouts. The block and Trump's going to be fully on board with it. Scouts are, based on documents, I'm, gonna, I'm just looking at it right now, they have a three-day blackout, they have a nationwide blackout that lasts two days, and a lot of localized blackouts. So it is a whole series of blackouts that they're going to do. And of course it will be blamed on all kinds of things. They might blame it on Iran. I have seen that mentioned in the documents. They've already prepped people for this. There are going to be more blackouts. They're already... Uh, predictive programming so we may see more of this uh, as we go on as far as I can tell from Project Zephyr or Zephyr they are planning this next year and the year after they are not done tagging tracking and identifying everyone I, it looks like they're at about 78% I looked in the documents and there were a couple of indications of how long far along they feel in the project is they're like 78% done, but they're not completely done. It, it does take time to identify a, a YouTube account and then track it to the email that it was created with and then the IP address and then find out who created it. It does take them a lot of time to do that. It is not instant. It does take a lot of research because a lot of people create a YouTube account with an email address that doesn't give any indication of who they are, uh, an account name that doesn't have their full name on it, they don't use their real pictures. So it is a challenge for them, and that's why the project has been going on for so long. But it is coming to a close. In the next six months to a year, it appears it is coming to a close, and that is when Project Zypher will be initiated. So I have some notes here. I'm going to continue on, talk a little bit more about. Right. They're being tracked. They're being 
identified. That's the whole point. A lot of people have said, well, why are some of these YouTube channels allowed to exist? Why are they allowed to so openly talk about the truth? And some of you might know uh, Adam Green, uh, No More News, and there are a whole bunch of others, and they're very, very open. Okay, I probably just played him last time in the last study. Adam Green, No More News. Zionism, and they're very honest about it. And they're telling the truth. I mean, they are telling the truth. They're not hiding anything. They're not disinfo. They're not putting disinfo out there. But as far as I know, they are part of, I mean, they're all a part of this operation. I can't say specifically if Adam Green is a part of it or not. But I would assume possibly he is. He has probably been guaranteed a lot of money. He's probably been promised a lot of things. He's probably... He could be a Freemason. He could be a part of their operation. He could be an agent. I don't know. But I have no idea. It is total speculation on my part. I have no idea. All I know is this is part of the operation, what they want to do. His channel would fit into the MO. It is an example I'm giving. He is there to tag, track, and ID. Not him specifically, but the people behind the operation who are doing all the research and all the people who are commenting and viewing and liking. They want to know who they are, they want to know where they live, and they are going to eliminate them at a date in the future. Completely eliminate them. This is going way beyond the idea of passing laws to ban speech, which they're already doing. They've done it in America already, but not very aggressively, and we will see more legislation of that nature. But they want to completely eliminate these people because they do stand in the way of the agenda. There are too many people that are waking up. It is way too many for them to handle. They're starting to have an influence and they're starting to change the conversation online. It is of grave concern to Israel. So in other words, what we're doing <laughs> is starting to have... And again, I'm not going to take... I'm just saying I'm a small part. My listeners were a small part of that awakening... And the awakening is occurring at a rate that's greater than what they predicted. And as a result, it's starting to throw monkey wrenches into their plans. So now they're implementing this this Project uh, Zypher and Project Pogo in response to that. Something that the memos that I received, we'll talk a little bit about the memos. The memos are different from this classified documents. The memos are White House internal memos that discuss a wide range of things in terms of Trump's meeting with rabbis, uh, discussions with Netanyahu over the phone. And one of the memos says that Donald Trump will have to declare himself king of Israel publicly. This is part of the process for them. It, it doesn't. There's no strategic reason for it. It is symbolic for them. Trump is going to declare himself king of Israel at some point. I don't know how, but they're talking about it in these memos over and over again. When he's going to do it, why he want, why they want him to do it, which again is symbolic. It has no strategic purpose, apparently. It is part of the process of, what, of the end game, basically, is what I'm saying. So we'll see if that happens or not. It, will, it sounds ridiculous. I can't imagine him actually saying it. But maybe he will do something like that. We will look out for that uh, in, the, in the coming months. Uh, 
based on my reading of the classified documents and the memos, so much of what is going on is planned. They've given people the impression that Trump has brought chaos to politics, but it's actually the opposite. It has been planned. Donald Trump's allegiance is to Israel. He's not only a Jew, he is a Freemason. They have promised him his daughter of the sons will enjoy a very high-level ranking within the world government that they are forming, the capital which will be Jerusalem. So that is why Trump is so dedicated to following the script, while performing the way that he does. It appears to be very authentic to his followers. Everything he's done, talking about the wall to the fake news, was scripted from the beginning around 2014 and 2015. And according to some of the memos I'm reading, he loved it. They introduced all of this to him and he loved it. They told him the plan. Because he loves being a liar. He loves conning. Don the con loves conning people. And he's a Luciferian. You know, he's a pedivore. So when you're demon infested to the toenails and you're of your father the devil, you love stuff like this. It's no big shake. You love it. You're going to become president. You're going to say this and this and this. He loved it. He's already a little bit of a racist. He's already predisposed to some of this rhetoric. So he loved it, he jumped on board, and they promised him great things, especially for his family, if he were to follow through on these things and simply follow their script. And he does have leeway. He has leeway to say many things that he wants to say. He has a lot of fun doing this. But he does have script writers and uh, uh, the... There's one of the scriptwriters, I forget his name, he's a uh, he's bald guy. Uh, oh, I want to remember his name, it's important to say mm-hmm. it. Um, well, he's a big part of this. He writes a lot of the Trump's tweets, he crafts a lot of it. Oh, I cannot remember, I'm, oh, I'm going to have to look him up right now. Oh, Trump's speech writer... Stephen Miller. Stephen Miller has a big role in all of this. He is a dedicated Zionist. He has a lot to do with a lot of this. If you want to go down the rabbit hole, if you want to find out who's really behind it, Stephen Miller is a big part of it. So that is the, the whole of it. I want to get this video out. I want people to hear it. I want people to know what's going on. Uh, I've had some strange things going on in my house. I've noticed black SUVs. I mentioned it before. They're still there. I still see them every once in a while. The other day, I went out to try to approach one, to confront them. Like, what are you doing here? I know you're here. And they drove off. As I could be right when I open the door, and I look outside, I see them drive off. So I don't know, maybe it's just coincidence that they were leaving and they saw, I don't know, but it seemed like they were very, very prepared to get out of there. So the next time I see them, I'm going to confront them quickly and make sure that they don't have time to get out of there before I have a chance to get down there and at least they see me coming for them. I will try again. But I have seen them mostly at night. I open the window, I look out the window, and that is when I see them mostly 
That's all I want to confront them. I'm tired of the harassment. I know they're watching me. I assume I'm bugged. I assume there's some way to hear what I'm saying, but I don't care anymore. I have been given the documents. I have been tasked with, with, with this duty to get the information out. I'm going to do it in any way that I can. I have given my friends copies of all of these. I have stored them in different places. I have a dead, dead man switch in case something were to happen to me. So I've done my best to prepare because I feel like this is getting very serious. I mean, the documents they show me are terrifying. The plan that they have in place. I would expect they have this plan of gatekeeping and tracking people, but they're going to take it to a new level with Project Zypher. They're going to take it to a new level. They're going to exterminate these people. One by one, through the blackouts. I mean, it says in the classified documents they're planning to pick them up. They're just going to physically pick them up. They're also going to use all kinds of other means to eliminate them. Not just the high-value targets are going to be picked up. The lower-value targets will be given viruses, targeted viruses that activate either right away or over time. They don't want it to be too obvious that all of a sudden a bunch of Americans get sick. Of course, there will be official stories in the news media. Okay, there's a flu outbreak, which indicates to me this will probably happen in winter. Not this winter, but possibly the winter of 2020-2021. From what I'm reading from the documents, that is the timeline. It is not specific, but that is where I feel it's going to be because they want it to, uh, they want to do a flu outbreak and it will make sense in one term. People won't question it. They have to eliminate a lot of people. I mean, a lot of people, high value, high value of targets. It's going to be so many people that disappear that people will ask questions. So they have their cover stories and they're getting them ready and they got them in place. If this were a few hundred thousand people, they could do it, but it is millions and millions of Americans that they want to eliminate. I think it's 15 million. Based on what I'm reading in these documents and some of the numbers they've used, which has not been totally specific about it, but it looks like 15 million, but it could even be more. They want to eliminate them completely, completely. Because it's becoming a problem, and it has been a problem for a few years, and this is their solution to it. In addition to that, they want the world government, they want all of these plans to move forward. They cannot have opposition, because the things that are going to happen are going to be very, very radical. You're going to see the dissolution of the United States of America. You're going to see world leaders and the media endorsing something that is so crazy and that is the dissolution of the United States of America and, and the endorsement of a world government seated in Israel. A lot of Americans aren't going to accept that, but they have to eliminate the people who are going to call out what's really going on. From my reading of the documents, how they're going to roll all of this out and justify the dissolution of the United States and many other countries as well, 
it appears their plan is to do all countries at once, is going to be under the cover of financial collapse. Well, we have to do the world government. We're all going to die because the financial system is broken down. That is something that is talked about in the classified documents. That ultimately will be the cover story after they do the purge and eliminate the dissidents, the people who are woken up to Zion. So he's given you a lot of um, road signs to look out for, like financial collapse and in these types of things, uh, flu outbreak possibly during winter, most likely uh, potentially next winter. Uh, but then again, you know, they could accelerate that. That's that's not a given. But these are just some some things to think about. There will be a total financial meltdown, and they will say, look, we have to do the world government. We have to come together. We have to create this new currency. We have no choice. The chaos is too serious. It will be probably six months of complete financial chaos. Uh, food shortages, uh, rising crime, many, many people die. Most likely World War Three, you know, somewhere in this scenario. Uh, some scenario like that that will bring us into the seven-year tribulation period as well. Uh, millions and millions of people will also die from this. And then they will justify it and say, look, we have to do the world government. So that is what's going on. Mm. I'm about done. I'm going to do another video. I have more things coming up. I have a lot more planned because there's more in the documents that I need to discuss. I'll be back with another video soon. Thank you for listening, and I'll do more soon. Okay, so we have that. And uh, <laughs> really, really heavy-duty stuff. A um, lot to pray about. But the Lord Jesus Christ is still on the throne, and he's not going anywhere. Uh, next report, breaking news. Iran lifts all restrictions on nuclear bomb research. U.S. says all peaceful efforts have failed. Iran vows extraordinarily significant nuclear move coming. And again, this is all bringing us into this World War III scenario we talked a lot about in the last few months. Iran's President Hassan Rouhani on Wednesday ordered all limits on nuclear research and development be lifted. The country's third step in scaling down its commitments to a 2015 deal with world powers. His announcement came shortly after the United States hit the Islamic Republic with further sanctions. Uh, the latest in a series of punitive measures includes an embargo on Iranian oil exports. Sources in the United States responded quite candidly, saying all peaceful efforts have failed, like, like we haven't done everything we can do to provoke them. For those who read between the lines what comes next is a given meaning war uh next little report and this is a quick one from dave hodges remember when i went to a dissertation summer camp and i was there with some of my uh, colleagues and one guy was a basketball coach in south dakota and i said well you're from california i said how well do you like it he goes I love it. And I was kind of shocked because surf's not up in South Dakota. So it's not 10 toes up and here we go. And he said, the people here are the most wonderful people I've ever been around. He said, the people here, their word is their bond. He said, 
there's such minimal corruption in government. It's just regular people serving regular people. And I thought, oh, well, you've got to be kidding me. The school system was great. Athletic teams for the size of the colleges was really good. He said, I couldn't ask for more. And plus, it's a very aesthetically beautiful place to live. Those are pretty good reasons to move to South Dakota. I think those are really good reasons. We're going to give you another really good reason when we come back after I tell you. My name is Dave Hodges. I'm the host of the couple about this. You will be. 40% off sale. Casey, okay, so only need a power source. It's going to lower the temperature in your immediate area by up to 25 degrees. These things are flying off the shelves. Interesting what he's talking about. These little portable, I mean, they're little portable AC units that can actually, you think of like a wall shaker you put in the window where you have to have the 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 end of the unit outside the house well which is where the um i believe the exhaust the hot air is actually expelled well this particular one now i haven't checked into this i don't know and they're small they it's just like self-contained you can just put it next to you and it starts producing cold air and you don't have to have it ducted outside. So I, I don't know. I mean, they're cheap too. They're, they're not very expensive. So I, I don't know. I, I, uh, it's pretty intriguing. Right. Half a million sold in less than six months. And they're offering it at 40% off. Go to coolwithdave.com. Well, of all the wonderful reasons to move to South Dakota, I've got another one for you. The Democratic Party is pulling out. That's right. There won't be any Democratic Party sponsorships in South Dakota in the 2020 election. And people say, Dave, we can't beat them. They're too powerful. Wrong. Wrong. If we turn to our Christian heritage, if we return to it, if we return to our cultural roots, if we did the golden rule, these globalists would have nowhere to hide. The Democratic Party would not be just leaving South Dakota. It would be leaving the United States, maybe for the exception of California. But we could rid ourselves of this scourge, the American Communist Party, by simply being good people, like what most of the people are in South Dakota. That's it for the God. So that's interesting. Uh, the Democratic Party is actually leaving there, meaning they're, I guess, conceding any kind of... They're not going to bother with any type of uh, running any kind of opposing force, I guess, what it sounds like. Uh, because evidently they know that they won't have any choice. Um, another guy said, Dave, you didn't mention all the other great things about South Dakota, and it has no state income tax. Uh, and another guy posted, no property taxes? How could that be the case? Personal sales tax is a net cost of 4%. That's very low, comparatively. Um, he gives some other things, but it's all abbreviated, so I'm not 100%. No vehicle inspection. Fine folks. Vehicle and insurance is cheap. CCD is $10 for five years. Um... Oh, and then a guy says, we have property tax. Mine went up 35% in two years. Um, so, again, there's 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 
there's varying opinions here. This person says that um, we have property taxes. Mine went up 35% in two years. Our schools are flooded with illegal and Somalis brought in by Lutheran school services. Well, of course. Of course. Somali Muslims under the guise of the Catholic charities and the Lutheran social services and Catholic social services. Yeah. Um, okay, so I don't know. He's the, He gives a totally different picture. I don't know. Probably ma It probably matters where you're at in South Dakota, just like it matters where you're at in pretty much any state that you're in. And again, and this guy said, just got back from Sioux Falls, South Dakota. You're correct. We were there for a few days, and I started feeling good. Not just good, but really great. A few days more, and I realized there were no Democrats there, none. What I was feeling was freedom from the burden of having to politi be politically correct all the time, I think is what he's saying, worrying that I might slip up and say something that might find someone else might find offensive. I love, love, love this place. I shall return. Um... The folks that are staying said the cold winters keep the Democrats out. So, I don't know. I, I'm not saying move there. I'm saying, you know, it's 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 an option. Uh, it, always praying fast about any type of issue like that. And, and the last one I'll post, uh, the, the absolute best place to live is where the Heavenly Father wants you to live. If you decide to go here or go there and the Lord isn't in it, well then woe, woe to you. Better be smack dab on ground zero and in the Lord's will than any place else. I, I totally agree, 100%. In the Lord's will, that, that's where we'll have an amazing opportunity for fellowship with the Creator. Where we can literally see the hand of God move on our behalf. That's where we will be given the grace to go through anything that He has placed before us. And again, you don't want to make these moves. I know I get into a lot of scary stuff, but you don't want these moves to be made in fear. You know, um, you really want to make sure that Whatever move you make is based on God opening that door and that's his will for your life. And I, that's different for everybody. So anyway, I, I, but I thought that that was kind of interesting about South Dakota. That, that is interesting. But they, you know, they have the problems as well. Uh, another listener, Barry, emailed me this. And I'm not telling you to buy one of these. I'm just saying it's, it's an option it looks like. Librem 5 Privacy-Minded Smartphone. Which I don't, you know, I can't vouch for this, but it says not to sound like an advertising bot. This is a long-time listener. There's a device that is called Librem 5, and he's not trying to sell it either. It's a smartphone, but with its own operating system. Catering to privacy-minded individuals, less tracking to a degree. It should be released in 2019. I'm really not sure about it. But one, but one can hook it up to the monitor, keyboards, and mouse ordered by the same company. Wow. And use it as a tiny computer. The Librem 5, and I got this off the website, the Librem 5 represents the opportunity for you to take back control and protect your private information, your digital life through free and open source software, open governance and transparency. The Librem 5 is a phone built on pure OS, which there's a link there to that, what that means. A fully free ethical and open source operating system that is not based on Android or iOS. Learn why this is very important. Okay, And I give you a link to it as well, or Barry did. Um, and again, I'm not telling you to do, go that route. I'm saying if you do have a smartphone though, this might be something where you can, again, make yourself a smaller target and take back some of your privacy. Uh, next report. 
something bizarre is happening at U.S. airports. What do they know that we don't? U.S. federal government is now hiring Ebola screeners at airports. You know, on, on the on the down low, they're doing this, but it is happening. everyone, Lisa Haven here. Well, Ebola isn't going away. In fact, just this past July, isn't going away. In fact, just this past July 2019, the World Health Organization declared it an international emergency. Take a look at their website on who.international. Ebola outbreak in the Democratic Republic of Congo has been declared a public health emergency of international concern. Now, Ebola was in full force back in 2014, but as many of us know, it has reared its ugly head again here in 2019. In fact, the death toll is continually rising. Take a look at this article on BBC.com published August 2019. DRC Ebola death tops 2,000, 600 of them are children. ABCnews.com published August 2019, world's second largest Ebola outbreak surpasses 3,000 cases. Now, not only are the cases continuing to rise, but Ebola is starting to go outside of the Congo and spread. Take a look at this article on CIDRAP.com, August 2019. Ebola spreads to third DRC Providence. CIDRAP.com, August 2019. New Ebola case confirmed in Uganda as DRC tops 3,000. HSToday.com, July 2019. Who? Uganda cases underscore how DRC Ebola outbreak can cross borders. The truth is, Ebola is but one plane ride away from arriving here in the United States of America. In fact, back in 2014, there was an actual confirmed case in the state of Texas. Now, that was squashed and pushed under the radar. And today, I can guarantee you they're going to do the exact same thing. In fact, they're doing that right now. Under the radar, they are starting to hire Ebola screeners at airports. Take a look at some of these articles. TheEpicTimes.com, August 2019. Preparations have been quietly made to screen for Ebola at U.S. airports. Altmarket.com, why is the federal government hiring Ebola airport screeners? TheChestnutPost.com, Ebola airport screeners needed in Atlanta, Georgia. Apply now. Here's a job on LinkedIn published in August 2019. EMT, Ebola airport screener, with this Caduceus healthcare facility, which is a federal... It's Caduceus, and that's the, the, the snakes intertwined on the pole. It's the occultic symbol that they use to represent the medical profession. In fact, if you want to, I've done a whole study on that, just Kian Caduceus um, in the keyword search box. I've done a whole study on that symbol government contractor is needed in Virginia. Here's another, a government nursing job for the Department of Public Health. And you can see here, Ebola is listed in the description. And then communalnews.com published July 2019. Washington, D.C. airport is hiring Ebola virus screeners. Would you like that job? 
So secretly and behind closed doors, they are hiring Ebola screeners. And guess what? Not one word from the mainstream media. But you know what? This happened in 2014. In 2014, when we had that first outbreak, they were hiring Ebola screeners then. And here we are 2019 and they're doing the same thing. Both times have been done under the radar and quietly. And considering this is the second time around, it is something we need to start paying attention to. Not just that but did you know that in 2019 new york city and new jersey had an ebola drill take a look at this article now this is on nyc.gov new york city and new jersey health departments conduct emergency exercise to safely transport a simulated ebola patient to new york city health hospital and bellevue so here we have a drill, in addition to the airport screeners, being conducted in preparation for Ebola. These are all very recent. That drill, by the way, was done this year. And not only that, but after Ebola was declared an international health emergency by WHO, Lindsey Graham held a subcommittee hearing. Take a look at this on foreignsenate.gov. Confronting Ebola, addressing a 21st century global health crisis. Again, that was a, a hearing by our senators talking about the crisis of Ebola. And yet, not one word from the mainstream media. So why is the mainstream media quiet? Well, I'll leave that up for you to decide. But here's the thing. We already know that there is a depopulation agenda underway by the globalists and those pulling the strings from behind the scenes. They want to limit the population down. After all, they've been spouting the Thomas Malthus lie of overpopulation for quite a number of years, which has now been disproven, something that I've been saying all along. Not only that, but let's not remember one of the globalists themselves warning us of the rise of a mysterious disease that could kill millions. Take a look at this article on ivytimes.com. Bill Gates warns about global killer disease X. Millions will die. Whether or not that will ever come to fruition, I guess time will tell. But what I do know is that pandemics and diseases have come and gone over the years. And they've always taken out somewhere from hundreds to thousands to even uh, tens of thousands of people. So today, we risk even larger numbers of losing people in the millions because of our ability to travel the way that we do and the technology that we have. Anyhow, I'd love to get your thoughts, comments, and concerns. Please don't forget to make sure you are subscribed to my channel and share it on all your media outlets. As you know, the mainstream media is not going to tell you this information, but I won't shy from it. Anyhow, thanks again for tuning in. I'm Lisa Haven, signing out. Okay, so we have that, and um, <clears throat> let's see here. Uh, next report. LAUSD Wi-Fi system. Students were bleeding from the ears and nose. No incident reports were allowed by the school. States the teacher who required medical intervention. Now you know why defibrillators are being installed in all the schools around the country, folks. In the fall of 2014, the LAUSAD, which is the Los Angeles Unified School District, uh, the second largest public school district in the U.S. officially accommodated teacher Miss Anura Lawson by approving her request to have the Wi-Fi turned off in her classroom during the 2014-2015 school year and alternatively approving a reassignment 
to a different school site where Wi-Fi has yet to be installed. The middle school teacher reported that she fell seriously ill after a wireless system upgrade in her school in spring of 2014. So this was five years ago. She described her cardiac symptoms during a May 28th LAUSD Common Core Tech Project meeting. Ms. Lawson also stated the students are having nosebleeds and the main offices are refusing to do incident reports. Well, of course, they're all it's a big cover-up like everything else. I have two other 7th grade students bleeding out of their ears. Hey, no big deal. You know, they get nosebleed, they're bleeding out of their ears. You know, we got defibrillators now in, in the classrooms. It's no big deal. It's just a, it's a small price to pay. This is the first accommodation in the U.S. public school system for microwave sickness. See, when you're in these, these, and I've done reports on this, when you're in these rooms where there's multiple devices regarding the Wi-Fi going, I mean, you're literally, like, it's like you're in a microwave oven being cooked. Far, far greater than any just one Wi-Fi going on in your house, which I don't advise you doing that. Uh, I advise that if you have a Wi-Fi, get one that you can turn on or off and hardwire all your computers and only use the Wi-Fi when you absolutely have to. Um, and definitely, bare minimum, turn it off at night because it will way mess up your sleep patterns. This is the first accommodation in a U.S. public school system for microwave sickness. Microwave sickness, also known as hypersensitivity or electrohypersensitivity or EHS, is not widely recognized in the US. However, physicians in many other countries are familiar with the condition and the diagnosis is more common. EHS symptoms include headaches, dizziness, anxiety, rapid heartbeat, which is also called tachycardia, and irregular heartbeat, arrhythmia, ear and nosebleeds, tinnitus, red and irritated eyes, increased mucus and upper airway congestion, itchy skin rashes, abdominal pain, poor focus and attention, memory and sleep problems, the LAUSD Board of Education went ahead with a wireless technology plan in February of 2013, even after they were presented uh, with numerous letters from many noted medical doctors and researchers, including the American Academy of Environmental Medicine, imploring them not to use a wired technology in their classroom because of the health impacts from the wireless radiation. Wireless LA usd classrooms typically employ 30 plus devices ipads in addition to an industrial sized router these devices all emit microwave radiation and represent an unprecedented level of exposure for the children decades of accumulated research shows wireless radiation damages neurological immune and reproductive systems in addition to increasing cancer risk professor johan johansson of the Karolinka Institute in Stockholm, Sweden, has said that the wireless radiation exposure studies have indicated irreversible sterility within five generations. Well, of course, it's, it's all part of the plan. As this damage is cumulative, the longer the radiation exposure, the greater health impact over time. Not only that, when you're irradiating the eggs of a female, you're irradiating all of them, and then those eggs are gonna be damaged, and then they're gonna pass their damaged genetics to their offspring, which will then further pass more damage genetics to the next offspring and you know trying to kill everybody off guys because the devil comes to kill steal and destroy uh we are getting reports of headaches and cardiac issues from across the country the time to act is now stated a spokesperson for uh this association which is nacts which is the national association for child and safe technology nacts is an organization 
dedicated to raising awareness of health impacts of wireless radiation on children. They are calling for the schools to use wired internet only. Of course, it's ethernet cables. I got one right now plugged into my laptop. That's what I, you know, always got one for my bedroom and one for my office. And that's what I use. The only time I don't use it is if I have, on the rare occasion, I might have my computer downstairs, like if I'm working out or something in the basement and I'm down there and I need the computer down there or whatever, um, have a show going on in the background or something, some audio report, uh, I'll have it, sometimes I'll bring it down there, but most of the time I don't. And that's the only time I'll really ever have the Wi-Fi on in the house. So, I mean, not, so, so sometimes I might have weeks go by where it's not even turned on once. Anyway, uh, going further, they are calling for schools to use wired internet only. The website details both accumulated research showing wireless radiation is acute as well as long-term health impacts. Uh, there's a link to the report there. I'm going to play this brief video regarding this. And this is the lady evidently before the school board uh, Common Core Tech Project. I think this is the teacher they referenced. Los Angeles Unified School District Common Core Technology Project Ad Hoc Committee, May 28, 2014. Okay, speaker number two, please. Hi, my name is Anora Loss, and I'm a teacher at Johnny Cochran Middle School. And I came here today in part because I am um, very sensitive to the Wi-Fi. Um, I know that there were um, several resolutions from 2000 to 2009, 2013, with regards to protecting the health and safety of students as well as employees. At the present time, I am in an ongoing debate, discussion with my principal at Cochrane Middle School um, with regards to keeping the wire connections in my classroom unplugged um, that are connecting to the actual Wi-Fi. Over the spring break, I'm assuming they put the Wi-Fi in for the Common Core Smart Balance test. When I came back to work that Monday, I was deathly ill, and the illness continued. Um, I had emergency surgery last week. Now, I cannot say causality was the Wi-Fi. Um, I passed out at school and had to be rushed to the hospital and had surgery that day. So, you know, I have a doctor's note now clearly explaining why um, I had the symptoms that I had. And I have an appointment tomorrow with a heart doctor to also verify the Wi-Fi concerns. I was told by my doctor on Friday that individuals who have mercury in the mouth, such as myself, um, the mercury conducts the Wi-Fi. Of course. And, and, and again, that's all by design on purpose to kill you, the mercury. I mean, putting one of the most toxic neurotoxins in vaccines and in your mouth. And then, and then your dentist giving you fluoridated, recommending fluoridated toothpaste and fluoride rinses when you go in. And they put fluoride in the water. All of these are, are overt, in-your-face depopulation programs to annihilate you mentally and to kill you off as quickly as possible and to sterilize you and give you cancer. It's differently individuals like myself who have the mercury in my mouth. So as a result, 
I am more sensitive than most people. And if you if you have mercury fillings and you want to get them removed, just understand you got to go to a special dentist because the fillings are so dangerous that when they're removed, if they're not done properly, you can actually expose yourself to a high level of mercury that could cause serious problems. And they're in your mouth right now, but they're releasing the mercury slowly. Um, key in um, mercury-free dentists in the internet use something like DuckDuckGo. don't use google again make yourself a small uh, not only that the, the, the google results are all skewed so something like DuckDuckGo, or maybe there's better ones out there i think i got into that recently um are better ways to go because you're not going to get biased or near as biased results as you're going to get off, off google but there's mercury free dentists out there and there's mercury-free dental associations, and they've got lists and things of this nature. But to do it right, it's not cheap. And um, you want to go to one that's most likely has some type of accreditation that he does this for like a living. And isn't just some guy that just started doing it. Because there's a lot of stuff you have to have in play to remove the mercury fillings the right way. And then get the composite fillings installed. So... And the Wi-Fi doesn't happen immediately. The illness doesn't happen immediately. It takes about an hour, two hours, or three hours, depending on the level of exposure in the room. So I am asking um, this panel here to really consider. You know, I've had bleeders in my classroom recently when I've come back from spring break. The students are having nosebleeds, and the main offices are refusing to do incident reports. I've had two seventh-grade students bleeding out of their ears. Because they want to cover it up. They're, you know, another two bleeding out of their ears, bleeding out of your ears. Whoa. I mean, that is, that's next level. Nosebleeds are one thing, but bleeding out of your ears. It's good stuff though. It's good stuff. So I do think that there needs to be some kind of ongoing transparency where you're involving the students and not just having the adults always in the conversations and not just selecting certain individuals to speak for LAUSD students. Um, I believe that's all that I have to say. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you. What school did you say? I'm at Cochrane Middle School, and since I do have time up, uh, it's a concern for me at Cochrane Middle School. I've lost a lot of um, my um, coworkers. I'm a cancer survivor. I had cancer in 2008. I'm the parent of six children, and I want to be around to see them grow up. And when I am in the Wi-Fi classroom, I don't feel good at all. So I do think that you should take this very seriously because the Constitution does say that thou shalt not harm, and you're harming me. You're, you, she's lost a lot of co-workers from cancer. But we're so not wanting to rock the boat and so politically correct and not wanting to be labeled a conspiracy theorist overall as a society that people are willing to just die. And, and you know, go with whatever their MD says and just... Well, you know, I, I you know, I, I died, but at least I didn't make any waves in the way I'm in, and everybody still liked me. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, but a lot of people, that's kind of their mindset because they're not wanting to lose their jobs. And I get it. I understand. You don't want to lose your jobs. But Lord of mercy, I mean, you know, there should be absolute total people screaming from the mountaintops over this one issue alone. And yet we've got a hundred more of these issues that where there's very, very little public outcry or pushback and if it is it's in small pockets it just goes to show you how the the brainwashing and 
their mind control program, you know, has worked so well on so many different levels. And this is, again, what we try to cover here at, at Contending for Truth. We're trying to bring the truth out so that you have the, that ability. Um, I don't know if she's got anything more to say here. Oh, no, that's the end. Okay. That is the end. Um, and I have... Now, I cannot get this next video in, and I'm really... Um, I'm at my maximum time on this part. So, uh, I'm going to go ahead and close it down for today. Uh, about three hours we got through today. And... Um, we, Lord willing, we will see you in the next teaching. So God bless you and we will see you next week.